Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's the Woody and Wilcox Show. All right. Well, uh, this is exciting because we found another person that we can talk about uh, time zones and Alaska with. <laughs> he is uh, comedian Michael Costa uh, from The Daily Show and all kinds of other shows, as a matter of fact. Welcome in, man. Thanks for having me. And uh, it's great to be here. And... Look, let's just get right into it. This whole time zone thing is crap. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait. T- time zones are okay. Oh, sure. Time zone. Yeah. Daylight savings is... Yes. Yeah. I mean, I'm from the Midwest, and you. I used to drive from Michigan to Chicago, and then you you would hit this stretch of Indiana, and it, it it's like a totally different time, and then... You go 20 more miles and it's a different time. I mean, Indiana, maybe maybe what I'm realizing is let's just eliminate Indiana. I think you're on a something. <laughs> that's what there. it is. That could yeah, be that's it. what it is. Yeah, that's it. I'm, I'm down with that, by the way. Um, the Fort Wayne, Gary area, you could easily just <laughs> Unnecessary. swipe into a different area. But love you guys. Thanks for supporting my show. <laughs> uh, no, we can't get rid of Fort Wayne. It's one of our favorite cities. Yeah. Um, we're not on there, but... Yeah. They had a petition. I should have asked you before I said that which cities you broadcast, and my apologize. Well, no, my no, apologies. we can make fun of it. They, they were the ones that had the Harry Balls Government Center. That's right. Because oh, a yeah. former mayor was named yeah. Harry Balls. Yeah. And they have like a street, and they have other stuff, and they put it up to a vote, and that got the number one vote. But then the government's like, we're not going to name the building. Right. Yeah. That was like when Sprite went online and said... Uh, Based off the internet, they were trying to be cool and hip with the internet. Yes. They said, T- "Tell us what we should name our new fl- our new flavor." Yes, and the trolls all voted Hitler's mustache as number one. <laughs> right. Right. right, gushing so grannies was, like, yes. was number two. Yes. Yes. This is always one of our favorite mm-hmm. topics yeah. because I don't understand why businesses and other entities elementary think. schools. Yeah, that was yeah. another one. There was a school I don't remember where, but it was the Robert E. Lee Elementary School or something, and they wanted to change it. They felt like it was offensive, and right. they put it to a vote on the internet. <laughs> and, you know, it. Hitler, Hitler was number one again. there, too. Right. It was like the Hitler Youth Elementary School or something. I mean, it's just... Whoever's doing the PR for Hitler's mustache. <laughs> uh, the internet businesses is not a happy, optimistic place. What? It's, a, it's the worst place ever. I used to have a show on E, R.I.P., that uh, was called The Comment Section. And all we covered, we didn't cover the story. We covered what people wrote in the comment section. I mean, right. it was yes. foul. You know, like, it... it the the oldest story, Britney Spears shaving her head. 2007. Six, whatever it was, 16 years ago, 11 years ago. I'm not good with math. There's still a – someone posted a comment on that story today. I mean, it's like this living, moldy <laughs> basement of the world. And my favorite was, sadly, a man tragically died in the pool of uh, Demi Moore. I don't know if he, he drowned in her pool. And Demi mm-hmm. Moore was in London. She wasn't even at her house when this happened. Right. And the headline was, man drowns in Demi Moore's pool. And all the comments were – 
what a great actress she will be missed. And it was like, no one even read the headline. <laughs> they didn't even read the headline. And they're all, it's just like, it's a terrible place. We're know. very busy, though. We We're can't be bothered busy. to We're read beyond the first yeah. word. <laughs> oh, my God. Two Jimmy words. Died. I heard it on Woody and Wilcox. It doesn't even just you saying that. I'm sure somebody's reacting. They just tuned in for a second. And now like, they're mad at Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Right. Somehow well, Fort Wayne was involved. She died in Fort Wayne? Why yeah. was she in Fort Wayne? If you're angry at me the best thing to do is come to the comedy zone that's right friday and saturday night (laughs) for two shows both nights and let me know we're talking to michael costa who is uh, obviously a stand-up comic and and does tv Mm. on the daily show that's right which is by the way fantastic i want to spend a lot of time on that if you don't mind let's talk about it i love it it's the best job i ever had before we get there like 99 percent of comedians you started out as a pro tennis player well that's then that's the path (laughs) yeah Uh, (laughs) you know much like you guys saw that uh, the best way to you know make it in the radio world was to spend four years in anchorage absolutely i uh i played i played professional tennis my career high ranking was 864 in the world wow i made eleven thousand dollars over four years on the tour <laughs> Brag. Oh, people- so it is like stand-up comedy yeah, like, <laughs> yeah except you don't get any drink tickets with the uh, <laughs> drink, <laughs> drink tickets, tickets. Yes. power aid yeah <laughs> you know it, it's uh it's hard I would you know, imagine. It's, yes, it's, usually I've people, seen tennis. Yeah, to usually, be a professional athlete is yeah, difficult. It's difficult, and in tennis, like golf, you pay for all. It's your money. Uh, well, what's that like? I mean, so we all, you know, we somebody may occasionally watch Wimbledon or the sure. French Open or whatever, sure. but obviously there is a wide spectrum of professional yeah. tennis. Yeah, you didn't play at Wimbledon. I'm no, I, guess. I, you know, I, they don't let 864 people into Wimbledon. So uh, <laughs> right, I, you know, they let in a hundred people into the main draw, and then there's another probably 80 or so people into the qualifying. So I was far away. I was playing in cities like Decatur, Illinois. Ah. I was playing. My first professional tournament ever was in Zihuatanejo, Mexico. And if that city sounds familiar to you, it's because that's where Andy Dufresne escapes prison to in the Shawshank Redemption. That's the, the last scene of the movie. Hey, so I played my first tournament there. Michael. Uh, let it go. Let it go. He's on a roll. Don't he hasn't seen it. Don't bog it. Oh, that's okay. It's I haven't long... seen The Wire. Everybody hates me for this. Okay. Thank you. Sorry. Thank you. Uh, and people get really pretentious oh, about what you have and haven't seen. This is a big deal. And now you're not going to see it just to piss them off. I get you it. You know him. Bingo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <I> know. <laughs> it's like we've known each other yeah. for years. The, there was two people watching my first professional tennis match ever, two Mexican men, and I lost. And when you lose, I made $91.50, okay? And I went up to the two men after I lost, and I said, hey, thanks for, you know, at least thanks for watching, you know? And they go, no, 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 we just have the court after you. And was, that was, that was my professional tennis career. We got so, next. It's very hard. Yeah, we got next. I need yeah. more spectators than a Y. Yeah. Tenemos proximo. Is that, <laughs> is that how you say that? Yeah. Did I just, did I just do live wow. Spanish transition? It's almost like Google or something. Um, I'm, we're it, always fascinated about that. And one of the things that we're fascinated about in the pro world is like professional eating. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. a, that's a thing. They yeah. go on a circuit and yeah. we always have wondered how much money is exchanging hands in those situations. I feel like you're doing better in most cases as a pro tennis player, even at eight sixty four, than yeah. as the guy who's doing the wing championship in Phoenix or, <laughs> or whatever. The strawberry shortcake eating. You know, there's all those crazy things. I think one thing the average viewer misses is when you see the, $200,000 Coney Island Eating Championship. That isn't like what everybody gets. 
200,000. Right. That's the total purse right. for all competitors in every division. So people would always say, oh, you're playing a $15,000 challenger in um, Joplin, Missouri. And I would go, yeah, you know, that's $15,000 for like everybody. And that, the winner gets most of that. I lost in the second round on a Tuesday and I have five more days of a hotel. So I just lost three grand. You know, it's, it's, it isn't, it's not glamorous. You don't make money. The girls don't sleep with you. Uh, you're usually splitting a hotel room with people that are in the tournament. So there's on occasions I would be sharing a hotel room with my opponent. I'm literally going to bed like good night. You know, tomorrow one of us won't be here. I mean, it's, it's it's very unsexy, and uh, the the tennis we see on TV is Roger Federer putting his Rolex on after he wins Wimbledon. When he's in or when he's in London or Melbourne, Australia, it's like these beautiful cities with these aerial shots and the drones. I'm in like everywhere I played, I got diarrhea. Like every <laughs> single tournament, I would somehow get diarrhea. That's so you know whatever your job is out there, try doing it with diarrhea. That, that's what I would. I've done that. I I say, I've done that. Yeah, probably everybody has. Done but I mean, that. it's radio, so you know how hard can it be? We do it every day. And, and frankly, when I'm watching pro tennis, it's more about watching Nadal picking his underwear. It's out so of his weird, body. right? It is, it, weird. and that hurts. I I love the sport of tennis, and I feel like. I'm an ambassador of the sport of tennis, and he just he crushes me because any sports fan that is getting into tennis is like, why does he keep picking his underwear? And it's like, <laughs> I agree with you. Why does he keep picking his underwear? And he just does it at you because he's good looking and yeah. he's good at tennis. Yeah. He's like, I'll pick my underwear out a, if I want to. If you haven't seen it, you can Google it. There's yeah. a he has does a whole ritual with the ritual. wiping the sweat, tucking yeah. his hair, picking his yeah. butt, back to the eyes, right. and you're like, oh. I mean these 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 rituals that athletes perform, they. The, the 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 comfort of repeating a ritual calms you down and, mm -hmm. and helps you deal with anxiety and pressure better. Somehow his ritual is picking underwear out of his ass. You know, like some people <laughs> it's wiping sweat off your brow or counting to three or dribbling two with the right hand and one with the left hand. It's like, why didn't they just change his ritual when he yeah. was 10? And yes. then they, right. Right. Well, either, what was that worse? For, what yeah. was the one day where he was like, I just pulled my underwear out of my crack and I just hit 120 <laughs> mile an hour surf. So well, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't even know he's doing it at this point. It's so very, natural. It's very, it's very weird. Does it, is, it get rid of tennis elbow? Is that yeah, what it maybe is? that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> All yeah. right. Well, uh, let's, uh, we got to take a quick break. Michael Costas here okay. uh, doing comedy. You can follow, whether you're in the Carolinas or somewhere else, uh, at Michael Costas on Fort Twitter. Wayne. That's right. Yeah. It's Fort Wayne. Yeah. If you're there, he's never coming. Uh, Michael uh, on uh, Facebook Live. I'm from Indianapolis. My family lives in Fort Wayne. Okay. Dang. Well, you're <laughs> Dang. So you know, right? I performed, very quick, I performed in Fort Wayne and that night I was on stage. They instituted a smoking ban and the audience was boycotting. So I was on stage, it turned midnight, and they all stood up and walked out. Oh. I think it was because they were mad at the city, but, but, <laughs> but it was like, right. that was a weird Fort Wayne experience. Yeah, that is weird. <laughs> all right, he's also on The Daily Show. We want to talk Daily Show uh, coming up with Michael Costa. The Woody and Wilcox Show. All right, uh, comedian uh, Michael Costa is in the studio with us. And uh, besides uh, roaming around the country doing comedy, yeah. he is also a uh, reporter on The Daily Show. That's right. Which is one of the best shows, period. Had a great piece right after the State of the Union address. It was very yeah, funny. Was, that was fun. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for watching and saying that. And, and I actually, for once in my comedy career, agree with you, and I'm not lying. I actually, <laughs> I actually, I actually love the job. So they, uh, they've been on air for 22 years. Yeah. And it first started really? in 96 with Craig Kilborn. Yeah. So I, I literally, as a... 
15-year-old in Michigan would watch Craig Kilborn on The Daily Show and be, fell in love with comedy, and now I walk into the same offices. I mean, as it's been in this... So it's just ama it's amazing. Trevor Noah is obviously now the host, and it's had three hosts in 22 years. It's a great show, and they like let me be funny and help me be funny, and there's Emmy Award-winning writers writing for me. I mean, it's amazing. Uh, that was going to be one of my questions yeah. is, I mean, one of the things you do are these, uh, you know, you go out and interview somebody. Yeah, a field piece is what we call those. And, yeah. and they are hilarious. Yeah. Because, <laughs> I mean, I, you could explain it better than me, but I'm always curious, like, how do you find these people yeah. that you're interviewing? Yeah. And do they know what they're getting into? Yeah, I mean, it isn't, you can't really trick anybody anymore. I mean, especially, not just The Daily Show, but from Borat to other TV shows. I mean, everyone's pretty savvy nowadays. I hope your listeners realize that The Bachelor isn't actually reality. You know, this, <gasps> these are Get out. That these are produced pieces. It doesn't mean you can't enjoy it and love it. So, um, mostly what happens with us is there's somebody who is outspoken on a topic, and they want to share that voice. Right. This can be a this can be a hero. This can be a villain. The yeah. villains can be pretty nasty. However, as you know, and any outlet is an outlet for them to share their voice. So they yeah. even mm -hmm. they know we're a comedy show. They know that that we're coming in with a, with a certain hook, but they still do get to push what they want to push. Yes. Now, if the audience sees them and goes, wow, that guy's an idiot. I mean, I, I did a piece about uh, uh, promoting um, the, uh, this guy's book about the Great Lakes, and I was mean to him on, on the show. Mm -hmm. yeah. At the end of the day, he's my friend. I promoted his book. His book sales went up. And we got to talk about a serious issue, which is that we're polluting our Great Lakes, which is one fifth of the world's fresh drinking water. So it's like, stop doing that. You know, so at the end of the day, people realize it's a comedy show. My Twitter doesn't always reflect that. Right. Uh, there's a lot of angry, there's a lot of angry people on Twitter, but it's also like we're on Comedy Central. It's called The Daily Show. It's clearly a joke. Relax. Well, yeah, but you say he's your friend, the Great Lake guy. Yeah. But he's not. I mean, you didn't know Dan him Egan, going into excuse that. Me, his name is Dan Egan. He he wrote a book called the 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 death and life of the Great Lakes. Sorry. But ahead. clearly, some of those things, uh, when you say a negative thing to him, yeah. he's there and he's not. And some yeah. of them are done in an edit. Yeah. Some some are so done. sometimes you're not actually saying the negative thing right to his face. Different, you're, right or you're, no? You're saying it to his face. You are. Yeah. You're saying it to his face. Um. But, you know, it's we, we, we try to be very honest with the edit. We're not totally screwing anybody over with the edit because then we would never have anybody sit down with us. That's really you know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and look, I've been in the edit room where they're like, we could do it this way. And it is hilarious. And you're like, that isn't how it happened. We can't right. we can't really we can't do that. So um, this guy, Dan, is is great. He's promoting his book. He realized it's a comedy show. And. You know, I said two mean things to him. I said ten nice things to him. Right. You know, so, um, but you look, it's it's an art form. Do we always get it right? Yes, we do. Uh, <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, there's nuance and there's subtlety with comedy, which a lot of times and now nowadays we forget that that there is nuance and subtlety. Yeah. And one thing I love about the Daily Show is is they they wallow in that gray area sometimes with comedy and news and and are we in comedy now or are we in news now and that's what I love about it is we get to make these points comedically but then at the end of the day you drive home and you go 
oh my god that was actually a really intelligent piece yeah and that's what i love to to, to do and hopefully yeah. i get to do it with my stand-up as well but sometimes with stand-up you just talk about your penis for a while <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know anything that about funny? that, I, that funny i don't know either we're, we're wallowing in that okay. area of uh, we, we wouldn't know anything about that yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, a lot of people say that they, you know, get their news from uh, shows like The Daily Show. A lot of it changed in 2000 with Decision 2000 with with the Bush-Gore election. And, you know, we started to realize, oh, Fox is skewed one way and and MSNBC is skewed. And it was hard to know who to trust. And the blanket of comedy is a safe one that we can all kind of go in on and go like, oh, I okay. I didn't know the Secretary of State was Condoleezza Rice, but I learned that now because I'm watching this comedy show. So it was kind of interesting how yep. how the show evolved after that. Yeah, you mentioned uh, earlier, and I this was something was she I the wanted. Secretary of State, I don't even remember. <laughs> yes, <she laughs> I think you got that right. Yeah, <laughs> uh, and I wanted to bring this up before you even mentioned his name, but you already mentioned him, um, Craig Kilborn. Sure. So I was watching some <laughs> stuff of you the other night, okay. and. You I should have doing... known. I had a, one extra view on my YouTube page. <laughs> <laughs> well, the, you should have been two. Yeah. <laughs> you were on uh, Artie Lang's yeah. TV show, yeah. and Craig Kilborn was the guest yeah. host. Very weird, yeah. And I was like, "What?" Well, because I've watched that show before, and I'd yeah. never seen Craig on. And I always, I loved Craig Kilborn when yeah. he was on The Daily. Sure. Then he had his Late Late Show, yep. and then I feel like he just disappeared. Yeah. And, and then I saw him interviewing you yeah. on Artie's show. And I yeah. was like, where's he been? Did you get, do you know him now at all from that? Was there interaction off the show? Always, do you have any insight into yeah, him? Yeah, always been a huge fan of his. And, you know, he used to do, on his Late Late Show, he used to do a whole segment where he would just look in the mirror at him and talk to himself. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm like, oh, yeah. how, how, how do you not love this? Yeah, it was hilarious. It was such arrogant white guy comedy, and I loved it. Um, <laughs> uh he held out for more money, supposedly, on that ABC show, and ABC apparently called his bluff mm. and didn't renew him, and then he disappeared, yeah. which is like kind of a sad story. So, But I, I don't know him personally. He was uh, fun to talk to. At one point, he asked me a question about tennis, and I was blown away at the question because it was really intelligent. I said, that's such a good question. He goes, of course it was. <laughs> and, I was like, and I was like, that's such a Craig Kilborn response, but it was perfect. So yeah. I don't know what he's doing. I know he made a lot of money. I, I don't. I don't think he. You he's know, not like bagging groceries. He's at not the bagging groceries. If anything, he's you know he's he's playing golf and enjoying his life. He's got I hope that he old is. school cheddar still coming yeah, in, right? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Did you say old school cheddar? Old school cheddar. He, yeah, remember That's he was what, in the movie Old School. He was the, oh, okay. the yeah yeah the antagonist. Come on. Yeah, he was your kind of your. He plays that douchey male mm-hmm. real well. I and do. from what I've heard, it's maybe not so much acting. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I, I had heard that too, but I couldn't confirm yeah. right. it. Was the intelligent question that he asked about tennis why uh, women uh, grunt so much? It, it wasn't, but uh, that is a good question. It does help, just like a boxer, it does help to breathe out when you strike. It, it, it relaxes you and you can put more effort into something. But I, what I never understood was why you have to make such a, a loud noise. Um, but... I don't care. You know, it's like, hey, if, if that's what needs to happen. Tennis is one of the only sports that will, wa- you, as you're watching on TV, it'll go from a men's match to a women's match and then back to and back and forth. I mean, they don't, can you imagine if any other sport did that? Can you imagine if you're watching like Lakers, Celtics, and it's like, let's check in that. with the Minnesota Lynx-Detroit shock game. You know, you'd be furious. It would, it, it's like <laughs> only, only tennis, you go back and forth. And I, I, I do think it's a, it's a great sport, but, but. 
we do deserve to be made fun of by our grunting. And, and, <laughs> and Nadal sometimes, or there, there's this old player named Gustavo Querton, when he would hit, he would go, <laughs> every single time. And it's just like, are you orgasming right now? <laughs> Michael, I'll have you know that that sound effect will live on forever. On Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Hey, turn it into your ringtone. <laughs> but if you're going to use it as your ringtone, at least Google Gustavo Querton and, and see the man that used to make this noise, because he was a sexy, sexy Brazilian. Writing it down right Gustavo now. Querton. Gustavo Querton. Querton, got it. How do I spell that? All right. Guga, you can just do G U G A K U E R T. There's a lot of letters. Just go Google. K U E R T E N. Now I feel like Woody should bring it up and we should see because oh. if it's true, there must be a video of him out there doing it. Oh, there it, is. Right? Check this could... guy's grunt. It was amazing. Play, look at the uh, images on this guy. That play. guy's hair. See? Hello. Look at this guy. Come on, Guga. You look still at that. Live. That looks still like my dad video. back in the 80s. Uh, <laughs> I feel like you should take a chance and play the video right now on the radio. Come on. What could, oh, how bad could how, it be? How could it go, go on that In long? honor of Michael Costa. <laughs> you nailed it. Just a minute. I've never heard that. So before. it's not just women. It's not I just mean, women. It, yeah, right. w- women do it, but it's it's. Uh, well, he looks very happy in all. Yeah, of his he's pictures. he's a very happy dude. Different nationalities grunt differently, you know. And in, in the states, we're kind of like show off. It's like, uh, you know. And then Japan, it's like, you know. Uh, and then in uh, the Brazilians, it's like they're making love. Like, uh, it's, you know, it's, it is hilarious. It's like a la- it's like a language that you speak. Wow, you've really studied this. Yeah, I've studied it. Was that a uh, was that off. a full chapter in the book? Yeah, <laughs> <it's a full laughs> the man has written a book about tennis, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've written Come a book on. on tennis. I get a royalty check every quarter for about thirty four dollars. And uh, <laughs> you want to make money as an author? Don't write a tennis book. That's what I <laughs> That's learned. Good advice. That I wrote good. a book as a professional tennis player for for the average club player. It's called One Hundred and One Tips to Win More Tennis Matches, and it's just things I learned throughout the years as a tennis player. So. It's available on Amazon. Fantastic. You get a used copy for 99 cents. Grunt like a Brazilian. <laughs> Throw your yeah. opponent off. Yeah. <laughs> but do that at the night before when you're sharing a room with him yeah. at the hotel. <laughs> exactly. Right? exactly. That'll really throw him off. Stay away from diarrhea. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that's Michael Costa. You should check him out if you're in the Carolinas. He's at the Comedy Zone tonight and tomorrow night. You can go to michaelcosta.com or... Follow him on Twitter, at Michael Costa. That's with a K. With a K. Yeah, thank you for having me. It's my first time performing in Charlotte, so I'm very excited to do so. And thanks for helping me support the shows and The Daily Show as well. Absolutely, man. It was great to have you. Appreciate it. Michael Costa. The Woody and Wilcox Show. (laughs) Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.